And now, here's your number four and number 11, the Soccer Dad Pod crew. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Fired up! I get pumped up. I think it's the environment, Jared. It brings back memories, I tell you. This, uh, just being here, just the calm before the storm. I, I'm stoked, man. I'm, I'm ready to watch some indoor soccer and yeah. some rock'em, sock'em, you know, bunch of goals coming our way. Yeah, you know, I need to work on that intro, though. But I think I, I want to be a public address announcer in my next life. I think it'd be fun. What do you think? I, I, I think you'd be good at it. Um, do you know the, the only problem I would really have is not cursing. <laughs> <laughs> then I couldn't do it because I actually, it's one of those weird things. Uh, my wife says this all the time. Um, she, it's fun to curse. Do you catch that? Do you feel that sometimes? Like when the, when the situation's right, when the topic, subject matter, emotion is there. It's yeah. just a, a, a nice little perfectly timed F-bomb just works. I feel like we're the Howard Stern of soccer podcast. What? Why? Just because we're somewhat vulgar at times, and yeah. I love it. We, well, we would definitely be more serious radio than terrestrial radio. <laughs> I mean, we don't have anywhere near the sponsors to pay the fines we'd have to pay. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> well, here we are. We are actually uh, want to sh- just a huge shout out. Thank you to our friends, our partners here at the St. Louis Ambush. We are at Family Arena down here in uh, Old St. Chuck for a Sunday match. Ambush versus Dallas Sidekicks. Pretty crazy, man. Uh, a lot of kids around, a lot of, lot of uh, DJ bumping music, long lines for dipping Dots. Yeah, shout out to DJ Peru over there, man. Just just throwing down the tunes. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a fun day. Uh, okay, listeners, here's the deal. Here's how this episode's gonna roll. Since we're at Family Arena, uh, ambush game. We are going to segment this thing off. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a handful of guests um, from close close friends of ours, friends and family. To we've got some players lined up coming up into the box. We've got some ambush staff, marketing, PR hype cutmen coming in. Uh, so we're gonna break this whole episode down um, with a hyper focus on the experience. We want you to listen to this episode because we're going to cover a lot of cool stuff, but we're also going to make it clear what we're seeing and and vibing on here at uh, the arena for for the ambush. You down with that, Jared? I'm totally down. I'm I'm excited today. We got uh, some adult beverages. We got the family out. We got a good game in front of us. It's going to be fun. A lot of fun. Uh, And I would be remiss if I did not mention our uh, third amigo, who is yet again a miss the Zach Lewis. Apparently, during the holidays, he values family over us. So, uh, shout out to Zach for uh, sticking it to us again. Yeah, I know he's. Uh, it's killing him because he he'd rather be here having some fun with us and uh, uh, family calls, I guess. So uh, we miss you, Zach. <laughs> and he's probably in the car with his family right now, saying, "No, no, no. I love you guys. I love you guys way more. I way more, right?" <laughs> so, 
Uh, want to toss out a quick couple thank yous as well. Uh, Explore STL, thank you so much for helping support the show. Um, you know, for those of you listening from other markets, uh, MASL is the real deal. It's fun, great soccer on the field. Uh, get a chance, come check it out. And uh, plenty of places to stay out this way. Uh, I, I personally would suggest cross the river, stay over there in uh, the Valley, Maryland Heights area because the hotel's right there next to the casino as well. So no matter what happens to game day, you can go double down on uh, the roulette table or whatever you want to do. Uh, that's going down. And of course, our friends, Chris, Bill, and the team over at thepinnacleloans.com. Uh, really appreciate your support uh, behind the show and everything you do for us. Um, for those of you listening, it, it, rates are moving. They're moving in the right direction. Your family's getting bigger. Your house is getting smaller. Hit them up. They're going to help you out. they got a team. Soup to nuts. Find it. Bid it. Get it. Move in. That's what they do. So, Which brings us to pinnacle points of the day. Let's yeah, I'm ready. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm just going to go right out of the gate. I'm going to keep it St. Louis. Um, 2000, St. Louis University Billikens Athletic Department announced their 2024 Hall of Fame class inductees. No surprise here. It was just a matter of time. I'm going to touch on one quickly um, because his career has just um, speaks for itself. Tim Ream gets inducted. You know, one stat that I thought was weird uh, or just amazing is he only missed one game in Midtown um, during his whole year, his whole career there, which I thought, you know, that's pretty hard to do with injuries and staying healthy and sicknesses and all the other things. So, so great to him. Great for him. Uh, did he did he play two, three, four years? How many years did he, did he play? You know, there? I don't know that. I should know the answer to that. But um, I think that he played. Well, you know who else is getting inducted with him? Well, that's what that's. This is my main point of the day. I go for it. So, so the distinguished alumni award goes to Tom Strunk. Um, Love it. Again, we've had the privilege to have him on the show, and what a mainstay in our St. Louis soccer game that we have, and we're fortunate to have him. You know, just just a couple just quick quips about him. His leadership and vision were widely recognized for the growth of this small startup that we know as worldwide in the 1990s, they they now have more than $17 billion in revenue. That's pretty good. From 1990s, the mid-1990s. I mean, that's unbelievable. But billion with a b, -b, -b, -b. Yeah, with, with the B. And just the way he comes off, his culture-first attitude, um, we are lucky to have him in our city and, and, and in this sport. This sport's lucky to have him in, in our city. And congratulations to Tim Ream, all the other inductees, and, and, and ex extreme congratulations to uh, Mr. Tom Strong. Yeah. No, good good call there. Uh, I got a pinnacle point of the day, and it's it's more of just kind of a – I don't even know how to word this. Driving out here, it's more of a question. It's a wonder. It's like, who thought of this, right? Whenever you think of, uh, for example – PBS or uh, 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 public radio for a long time here, their main underwriter was, um, oh my God, I'm drawing a complete blank. Law firm is one of those Dewey Cheatham in house, right? Okay. It was really horrible. But driving out here, as I'm crossing the river over here into the wild, wild west. God's country. Yes. Uh, whose idea was it to name the first road Upper Bottom? 
<laughs> like legit. You know, I don't know. It's I read that I, nobody I mean, nobody was in the car with me, and I looked at the sign and I'm like I laughed out loud. <laughs> Upper bottom. <laughs> like if you had to give somebody dis- in directions, hey, just take 270 north, go, you know, west on Page, and take Upper Bottom. <laughs> I see what you're doing. There. You see what I'm doing there? <laughs> yeah, I do. It's <laughs> awful. Whoever works at MoDOT that came up with that idea, it was probably a bet. They probably lost a bet and had to put that out there. Anyway. I think we need to touch on it for pinnacle point three of the day. Um, you don't like my upper bottom point? I, I like it. I, I do like it. <laughs> and, and, and I namely want to have Zach uh, when he's here, so we're going to revisit this. And I have so many emotions. Fresh off yesterday's news... The MLS decides to uh, withdraw their first teams from future Open Cup play. And if you're a social media guy or gal and you have listened to it, watched it, read it, people are freaking out. It's a big deal. It is a huge deal. I mean, the U.S. Open Cup is the oldest American uh, soccer tournament that's just been legitimized time and time and time again. It's, it, it, it is the backbone of so many incredible stories. Clearly here in St. Louis, we've won 12 of them. Um, I, you can't talk about soccer in America without starting with the Open Cup and, and its path. And for the league to nix it, basically. And for the reasons they gave I, I, I are shallow to me. Um, and I don't want to be, uh, you know... Billy badass and badmouth the whole thing, but you know, okay. The first uh, reason was economics. Okay, you could argue that, but then we have this nations or leagues cup. Well, hold on, let's go one at a time. You said economics, yes. and I'm going to aggregate the replies from online. Okay, economics. Okay, our league is loaded with billionaire owners. Next issue. Okay, facilities. The facilities are poor. Are we serious with this? Um, I. Okay, think about the EPL. That is the most hilarious totally, argument totally in the agree. history of arguments. Totally agree. And here's the other thing. Go right across the pond to the biggest league in the world, English Premier League. What is the darling story of the EPL this year? Wrexham. No, no, no. Luton Town. Yeah, Luton Town. Okay. And, and, and how you have to walk through the apartment complex to get to the bleacher seats to watch Manchester United. <laughs> Play yeah. Luton Town. So they really care about that. Over I, there. I mean, it's like, it's the coolest part of the thing. It, it is I, the ultimate underdog opportunity. I, it's just hilarious to me that the, uh, they're, they're, and I texted you guys, there is something going on that is not out and proud, something financially with countries or politics or, or something. There's a bigger issue than what the MLS gave to drop their first team from that competition. Yeah, it's, it's really disappointing because, um, you know, when you look when you look at like the FA Cup and other similar trophies around the world that are really intended to give all the divisions, all the uh, sanctioned teams, so to speak, an opportunity. Um, don't don't ditch that. Don't run away from that. I mean, celebrate it. You want to grow the game? Put New New England Revolution in the middle of upstate Maine. On a, you know, playing a team that somehow 
gets the opportunity to play an MLS team in the backyard. About, I mean, that's awesome. What about these teams recently? You know, the Sacramento Republic was in a final recently. Um, Omaha's had some good years and, and yeah. knocked off some MLS teams. A Mimsy up there, uh, all he does is beat freaking, uh, uh, you know, MLS teams. I, I just... It just doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't. I, there's something else bigger and better that is the reason for it, and I don't know what it is. The reasons he gave are laughable. I agree. Hey, over there on the other two mics, just kind of like squawking, just, just, just kind of waiting their chance. Chomp, biting at the bit, as Jared might say, right, Jared? I think it's chomping. I, I, Zach, Zach calls it biting at the bit. I think. <laughs> we have. Two, two, two littles. They're kind of big, actually, these days. Uh, one is yours. The other one is not yours. But he stays with you. We got two U16ers joining us today because it is a family show at Family Arena. Drew and Beckham. Drew Bertrand and OK. I'm going to call you OK Beckham. Is that cool with you, man? Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? You've been listening. Uh, quick, first impressions... Uh, I know. I, I think this is your second game of the year. Walking into the arena here for an indoor game, what's your thoughts, man? How cool is it? It's awesome. I mean, it's just fun because it's so much different from outdoor soccer, and it's just like a different perspective. And I personally love indoor soccer, so it's cool to me. Beckham, what do you think, man? It's also very cool. Um, the environment is uh, next level. It's just, it's just cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you what, you guys really did your homework on those answers there. Let's move on to the next one here. <laughs> you guys know the deal, pinnacle points. You know what we do. And I know, Drew, you were thinking about it. What is your pinnacle point of the day? Uh, oh, you haven't been thinking about it. I have not been thinking about it. Back in my, I mean, because I know Jared makes you guys listen to every one of his episodes <laughs> to and from every event you go to you got nothing something yeah i got nothing nothing. well well these guys are turds let's you guys got to come up with something i mean uh, just uh, what do you uh, uh, what about the sushi boat oh yeah talk about sushi boat i mean we're in the mold of explore st louis i mean yeah granite's on the other side of the river but how good is sushi boat delicious how many if if we're talking about explore st charles Sushi boat is the place to eat. How, okay, how many? Because typically a sushi restaurant has one page menu. How many pages were on this menu? Probably five pages of just so it's sushi like the rolls. Cheesecake yeah. factory of sushi. Yeah. yeah. And what'd you guys go with? Let's do that before we wrap this up. We got a lot of different versions of shrimp tempura. And you got you got you got a fruit roll too. Yeah, we had a, a summer roll, which is. Just a sushi roll made out of fruit, like mango, mango, and blackberries, and yeah, I mean it was it was Everything. pretty good too. Banana, apple. Yeah, we didn't do any raw. We didn't do any sashimi, or we didn't do any raw uh, sushi. We're we're a little scared, but uh, why? Place is great, all the same. So wait, you went to a sushi restaurant and you didn't get anything raw? No, we did not. Oh my god, that is St. Charles sushi in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Here, it's about gonna- game time. Yeah, they're starting to announce some names. Uh, we're going to be back. We're going to have some guests. We've got a player, a couple players coming up here. Uh, so stick around. We're going to roll out of here with a little Oklahoma country for our boy from Oklahoma here. 
What, what do you think, Beckham? You down with Zach? I am down with Zach. Awesome. Well, boys, thanks for uh, popping on the mic here. Jared, as always, looking forward to the next segment. And we'll be back right after this break. See ya. Love it when your laughing's brought out. Hey everyone, buying a home, it's kind of a big deal. Never has there been more competition to buy, so few homes to choose from, all made worse by an uncertain interest rate landscape. Now that you're short a bedroom for the third kid, you're in the wrong school district, and a walkable corner pub isn't nearly close enough, it's time to reach out to the Pinnacle Loan Team for help. They work with a network of agents that have their feet on the ground across the whole region, and have a number of loan products that are cost-effective with a process that is simple. Basically, they've got you covered from start to finish. So when it's time to buy, visit thepinnacleloans.com. That's thepinnacleloans.com, simply the best in home loans. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Got a couple, uh, as I mentioned at the outset today, or is it the onset? Which is it? Onset or outset? Beginning. Onset. Yeah. As I mentioned during the onset, today's going to be a mix of soccer players, guests, family, friends. And for our second segment here at the Family Arena, I'm rolling in with some Family Arena type vibes. You guys like this? Dubstep. We got special guests with us here today. Uh, the bosses, the better halves, whatever, whatever the cliche saying is. Kelly and Kim. Hello, hello. Kelly hello. Kim, how you guys doing? Doing good. It's kind of loud in here. It is a little bit. It is a little loud, isn't it? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna kill Sai for a second. Um, first impressions. Is this your first game here this year, Kelly? This year, yes. Kim, is this your first game My ever? first game ever. 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 Forever. This is the Thunderdome. We used to bring Drew when he was younger. A lot of times, like, his team would come, or we brought him a couple times. Yep. But so so let's, let's break this down. Let's paint a picture real quick. Kelly, you first. Uh, as a mom with a child coming to Family Arena to watch the ambush, what's your take? Like... What can somebody, for the first time, what do you like about it as alternative or primary entertainment? Well, first of all, I like that we're so close. It's a very intimate setting, so uh, you can see the game clearly. I love watching indoor soccer. It's such a faster-paced game. Um, but also, before the game even started, like the players were walking around. They were talking to people. Uh, they really engage and kind of... And the kids here are just enthralled with these players. Like they're they, they're idols to them, and, it, cool. and, and they're actually able to sit and have you know shake their hands and meet them, which is really cool. Kim, thoughts? You walked in. What's the first thing you said to me? I was really happy with the parking situation. I was able to get <laughs> in and get to the suite in like three minutes. So. You like that? I love that. You like the vibe? Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys know vibe. you guys know the deal. Uh, our our uh, our beloved supporters, Chris, Bill, and crew at thepinnacleloans.com. We uh, we always lead off shows with pinnacle points of the day, uh, and you guys obviously are familiar with those. 
uh, for this second segment, let's do it again. Let's let's go down the Pinnacle Point Road. Talk. What you have you have one in mind, Kelly? No, I told you the same thing. Uh, like it, when, when you told the ask the boys, you have to give a heads up so we have time to think about something for a second. But you're coming on the Soccer Dad Pod. You, you can't think on your so. feet. Oh, look oh, at that. Not good one. at it. Okay. Kim's got one. Stay on the mic there. Okay, so so holiday shopping, I typically avoid it on the weekends, but I got I got all three of my boys with me, and I had a solid hour and a half of power shopping. It was fabulous. But Highly recommend the outlet malls. It was it was really decent. The, the lines weren't terrible. It was good. So is that a happy mom holiday break? a happy break, mom, but freshman. like I'm also plugging the the Chesterfield outlet malls because it's uh, it's it's easy shopping in and out. As a soccer mom, is there a better place to shop in the St. Louis area? I mean, than nobody goes to malls anymore, right? So no, but but like if South you want to check them out yeah. and you want to go get soccer stuff yeah. gear. Adidas Rally store, house. Nike yeah. store. Puma. All of them, right? Under Armour. Yeah. All right, Kelly, you've had uh, 60 seconds to think of yours. What do you got? I really still haven't come up with anything. Jared's always got one. Jared, you got another yeah. one for me? You know, I do have one. Um, this indoor game, to me, the pinnacle point is, is, and I'm not saying anything profound here, but the name of the game is Dump and Chase. <laughs> I mean, just dump it and chase it. And I think when they have their big number 11 in there uh, up top, when they dump it to him, he can really hold it well. And they get a lot of scoring chances off that dump and then fill in afterwards. Well, so let me let me ask our guests real quick, because obviously you spend an inordinate am- amount of time at soccer fields watching full field 11 v 11, 99, 77, all the way down. Uh, the speed of this, how, so how would much you faster? Con- yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean it's constant movement, and I'm honestly shocked nobody scored yet. There's been quite a few attempts on goal, but what I'm shocked by is nobody's injured yet. I there's been a couple guys, guys went down, down already. Yeah, they've gone down. Both on the ambush that I've seen. There's some big guys out there. They are huge. That number eleven. Yeah. He is a big Chris, guy. Christo, we were talking about him earlier. Yeah. Christo, you, Jared, he was the first he's one a, that went down, too. Yeah, he's a kid from SLU. He had an excellent career at SLU. Uh, outdoor 11 v 11, as we all know. And uh, to me, watching this game, I think he's our highest class thus far. Yeah, he looks good. So with you boys that know the players, where, where do they come from? What age group are these guys? I oh. think it's a mixed bag. I, I think it's... You got some young kids out there, but I think it's uh, uh, kind of runs the gamut. This is post, yeah. post college, though. Right? Well, for example, for, for okay. example, in goal for ambush, we've got Paolo. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I recognize Love him. Love Paolo. Uh, and we've been debating. I believe he's mid late thirties at this point, um, and he's still cat like. No, awesome. he's still just a baby. I think he's like My, early thirties. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll we'll ask him a little bit he's later. Just a baby. Uh, favorite thing, fa- favorite part of the holiday season for you, Kelly? What do you like? Spending time with my family. Even Jared? Hands down, oh. absolutely. Um, 
I, I love that the boys are out of school. They are like not out of school yet, but they've had more time at home with no practices right now. We've got like we went Saturday and we yeah. all got pedicures. And, oh, check, and it, yeah, well, check this out, Kim, real quick. They went as a group today. We did. Oh, they went. I they love went it. for sushi. We went for sushi, sushi and pedicures and with gonna, the boys. Sushi and I'm, today. And I'm gonna call yesterday. it St. Charles sushi from now on because not one of them ordered raw fish. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Hey, Kim, fa favorite part of the holidays? Um, and then we'll roll. We'll, we'll, we'll relieve you two of your duties real quick. Oh, that's all you want from us? Uh, We're done. No, 2.5 minutes? Wait, I, I'm pretty sure I we just got no. Wait, what's, the, what's that number there? Seven and a half. We're yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, all right. I can um, think of other things that I want, but this is a family arena. Okay. <laughs> Kim, fav favorite part of the holidays? I like, I like the time from when the kids are out of school to actually right before Christmas so that, you know, we're doing some prepping, some holiday parties and stuff like that. I we're Okay. That. So let's that. go the other side of the coin then. Kelly, worst part of the holidays? The cleanup. Mm. We have it at our house Christmas Eve, usually 30 to 40 people. She and doesn't usually do the cleanup. Do, do you happen to know, do, do you know of like a... <laughs> you hire it out? Well, no, do you Jared, know of like a, a I pass mobile... out. That's hiring cleans it out. Up. Yeah. Do you know of like a mobile bar service that could like help Actually, keep the mess I do. outside? I know of one. Uh -huh. I know of one. It's called On the Rocks Beverage Company. <laughs> um, they're great. Pretty great. Kim, worst part of the holidays? <laughs> part i mean i i really don't have a worse part because everybody's home and uh we don't host well, so let me tell you this. and i shop on amazon so end of the first period action packed zero zero and thank you ladies thank you appreciate Thanks your time for having us we're gonna roll out bye roll. motorhead see you on the next i'm max and i'm nine years old when I'm not playing soccer, jumping on a trampoline, or playing Xbox, with permission of course, I listen to the Baked In Podcast with Josh Allen. Josh talks to some of the most incredible business leaders in St. Louis. From Maxine Clark of Build-A-Bear to Gerard Kraft, the Chief Flavor Officer for my favorite team, St. Louis City SC. There's something for everyone. If you are interested in the secret sauce of success, check out the Baked In Podcast. Now, back to those old guys. All right, all right. Keeping the theme going today, Jared. Thunderdome. I'm going with the Arena Rock. Everything is Arena Rock today. In honor of the family arena here at the St. Louis Ambush. Uh, what is this? Game five, right? Game five, I believe. That's correct. Yeah. And uh, for our third segment, first player guest of the day, we got a newbie. We got a newbie. We got uh, uh, not only is he new to the team, he's new to the region. Uh, he's got a little bit of a head start, a little bit of a cheat sheet thrown at him thanks to his brother, Mister John Eske. How you doing, man? Good. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Good, dude. Thanks for coming to join us. Yeah, yeah, of course. So whenever Longo walked up and said, hey, I've got this thing I want you to do, were you like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, I was excited. Yeah, I always want people that are looking to talk to me. I well, always look for it. Well, I tell you what, real quick, uh, let's let's get a little lay of the land. This is what we do. We bring our guests on. Uh, 
can you toss us a quick uh, little 30-60 bio? Um, what's your name? Where are you from? How long you been playing? You know. And and how excited were you when you found out you were going to St. Louis? Do you Louis? remember from our yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, John Andreske. I'm uh, from Frederick, Maryland. It's like 45 minutes uh, west of D.C. I uh, grew up playing for uh, FC Frederick. It's a local club from uh, Frederick, and uh, committed to William and Mary my junior year. Uh, played Your there whole for family years. went to William uh, yeah. and Mary. I, I believe That's you correct. guys have like a wing <laughs> yeah. dedicated to you guys. Uh, essentially, yeah. <laughs> essentially, yeah. Actually, our uh, our grandfather played basketball there. Both parents were also athletes there, and then obviously both my older brothers were uh, soccer players there as well. Um, I didn't have much of a choice in the matter, actually. He's kind of, so, you know, whipped so me over there. Three, three boys, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, three boys. We have another older sister, actually. She played at a local school in Maryland. And then we have a younger sister who uh, just finished her last season of college soccer at uh, University of Colorado. Right on, man. Buffaloes. So, so of the three boys, uh, I'm assuming you're the cool one. Is that, is that, is that the weird. deal? I always start to give off that vibe, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Will. Actually, I really yeah. like you. Hey, too, did man. you get to, in college at William? And Mary, did did you actually get to play with Will? Actually, yeah, we were one year apart. So I played with Marcel. Marcel actually is one of a few players that's played with um, all three of us, me and both my uh, other older brothers. So wow. missed William, but yeah, I got to play with Marcel. His senior year was my freshman year. Okay. So so let's talk a little bit about the transition in the intro into St. Louis. You you, you exit William and Mary. What, what what did you do in the interim before? Uh, you got the call from uh, the team here and made the move to the Midwest. Yeah, actually, so I had a bit of an interesting situation. So with, like, the COVID year and then I actually redshirted my sophomore year as well, um, I had two extra years of eligibility. So I uh, transferred to South Carolina um, last year and played their season for the Gamecocks, which was really awesome. Went and got my uh, NBA. And then um, graduated from there and actually still had one – more season left of eligibility and wow. uh, decided, you know, rather than go to the real world and, you know, <laughs> lay down an iPod, I decided I want to keep playing. So I played at a local Division two school for just that little three-month period. And then I knew I wanted to keep playing. So it was kind of an easy choice. William already had a good connection down here. I was entertaining some USL trials and stuff like that. Um, still figuring it out. But yeah, I mean, I was super, super pumped to come and be playing with William and hanging out in St. Louis. I mean, awesome city. Good soccer, great soccer city. Yeah. Well, are you going to be able, let me ask you this. Are you trying to inch your way into the TST? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. for sure. Well, I was going to go there, man. When last year, when that thing kicked off and you and you knew your brother was there and they had the team, did you go out to carry? Did you join them for the tournament? <laughs> no, it's, it's actually funny that William had asked my other older brother and I if we wanted to play for that Newtown team. But at the time, like, it wasn't, no one was really sure what TST was yet. And I had just taken up like kind of a big boy internship, and I was like, ah, I can't really take a week off. Yeah, Little did I know I would have made more money than the whole internship. <laughs> so yeah. I really want that battle. But uh. so, so clearly you chose poorly. Oh, very poorly. Yeah, well, obviously, very poorly. Hey, so let's talk, let's talk about. Uh, the actual transition, uh, the offer, kind of the conversation, your yeah. mindset to the ambush. How did that go? And, you know, when you came here, what was your initial impression of the team, of the region, of kind of the soccer culture here? Yeah, yeah. So it was a pretty quick transition for me. Essentially, right after the season ended um, this fall, right at like November 2nd, I think was my last game. 
I pretty much went home, packed up all my stuff, and was um, driving down really just for a, you know, a trial. I hadn't signed anything. William had told Jeff that I was interested in um, signing a contract, and you Jeff, know that I was Jeff Locker. Yeah, that's correct. Coach, yeah, Coach yeah, Locker. Yeah, Co- Coach Locker. You guys are already on a first name basis, man. Well, you William and Mary guys, <laughs> man. You got some sweat. <laughs> yeah, but um, so. He uh he let you know Locker know that I was interested and that I was gonna come and go on a trial and right when I got down here, luckily William and his wife are doing well enough that you know they got a big nice house with extra room and I didn't have to pay rent or anything, nice. which is good because I didn't have the money to pay rent either. So. Well, if you would have played TST, <laughs> well, yeah, you might have had the money yeah. to pay the rent. Yeah. It seemed like I could have solved all my problems with that actually. So so here's I I, I got a question. Yeah. M- get in the weeds of soccer yeah, a little yeah. bit because you've been playing. Uh, clearly, 11 11, uh, the college game, club, etc. And now you're working into the transition mm-hmm. of indoor at a young prime age still. Yeah. Uh, are you finding it easy? Is it hard? Is it, you know, it's, it's all riding a bike? Talk about the nuances and the differences between the outdoor game that you just stepped out of to the indoor game you're about to integrate into. Yeah, so obviously, you know, some of your uh, base level instincts are always there to help you, you know, in terms of where you're finding your next pass, getting out of tight situations, getting shots on goal. Um, All that stuff's always still there. Um, Definitely, there's a huge adjustment period of trying to figure out this whole idea of being able to kick the ball off the boards and walls, you know, get self-passed or these weird ricochets or just 15 shots in a row. I mean, yeah, I still have a a ton to learn. Luckily for me, my uh, gameplay style has always been one that was kind of go, go, go. So, you know, these like one and a half minute intervals um, were really suited to my style, which is uh, a little bit refreshing. But yeah, it's it's still still extremely frustrating at points just trying to figure out even like how the ball is going to bounce off the board or different stadiums have different uh, bounciness to the to the board and stuff like that. But there's definitely a big adjustment here, and I'm still in it. Well, and then when you go to Kansas, they they use like an oblong ball. Like, yeah, they don't even get it. <laughs> yeah, seriously, uh, seriously, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Hey, so uh, another question uh, st- stylistically, futsal. Futsal is obviously the closest. Mm-hmm. Uh, sibling to the indoor game have you ever played futsal in your youth up training or otherwise yeah yeah i actually played futsal all growing up every uh winter essentially from the time i was like six or seven to you know the time i went to college uh it it was something that our our club was always really hard on they thought you know the the best players on outfield always had really good feet and they thought you know even center backs or Outside backs should should always have you know good clean feet that can move the ball around well. So that was something that our uh, coaches were always really really tough on. Was that you know you you got to be playing futsal in the winter. It's how you turn into a good outdoor player. Got it. Go ahead, Jared. Yeah, I tell you what, I want to talk to about those Gamecock days. So you, you, how awesome was it to go into that conference and play with that history? You know. Um, I lit up when you said you played there. Uh, no you're, offense you're, to William and Mary, though, right? Yeah, oh, but, <laughs> but but you played there, and, and that stadium is the, the, the graveyard. The graveyard, you know? yeah, and, yeah. And I actually scored my first goal, collegiate goal, at that stadium. Okay, Against yeah. Josh Wolf and the Gamecocks. Nice, nice. So a I, memorable first I, I, goal. Memorable first goal. <laughs> and, it, it, I mean, Ask that him, place tell is you awesome. twice. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I mean, the, the stadium's obviously incredible. They have, uh, you know, so the last two years, they've been the number one leader in NCAA soccer attendance. So they're averaging like 5,000 fans a game, which wow. for, you know, college soccer is essentially unheard of. 
they have a, a lottery ticket system with their football tickets where if you go to other sporting events you're more likely to get football tickets so they sell out essentially every single soccer game which is that's amazing awesome. wait, wait 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 do they sell the 5,000 tickets and there's like 12 people there because uh, no, everybody's no, entering no, no, the don't worry. They, they thought about that yeah you got you got it scanning it half scanning at the up. end of the game yeah I got the, it the thing is that they, they have built a really good soccer culture there I mean like people really like it and I, I I don't know how long it's been there, but the, you know they used to obviously be really good around when you were talking when yeah, Wolf was there and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that um, was the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, you know, winning a ton of stuff. But so let's talk about soccer culture and move it back yeah, to the three-one-four yeah. here. You know, you you get the opportunity, uh, Coach mm-hmm. Locker. I'll call him by mm-hmm. the proper yeah. name there. <laughs> uh, yeah. they, they they work with you. They make the offer. You move here. Um, was there any kind of conversation about? where you were coming to play with the history of the game here uh go specifically even on the end oh there we go Woo! on the indoor side we got a goal for your team <laughs> uh the steamers back in the day i mean they were they were putting 18 19 000 people into the old checker dome which is where the same yeah, 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 played. Yeah. And then obviously the long lineage of players that have came out of St. Louis, both indoor and outdoor. Um, what did it mean to you, if anything, and you can be totally honest about yeah. this, to come to St. Louis to play this game that we all love? Yeah, it, it actually was a, the biggest polling point. I, I'm, not, I'm not a huge homebody, but I do have my you know tight-knit group of friends back home, and St. Louis is you know halfway across the country. so. Leaving everything behind, uh, come out here and just kind of chase the dream for a little bit. It made it a lot easier knowing that, you know, uh, St. Louis is a, is a soccer city. You know, St. Louis City, the MLS squad, their second team. And, you know, obviously their indoor games. Like, and watching William through, like, the last, like, two or three years just, like, absolutely love it and love the culture out here and how much people really just appreciate the game. Like, there's not a lot of cities where you could get that. So it's, it's something really, really awesome. So, That's awesome. So when you moved here... Um, what was the first uniquely St. Louis thing that you were like, holy shit, I love it, and or what the hell are they thinking? <laughs> yeah, there's two things. One, I, I don't think I was uh, quite adjusted yet to see some of the city life <laughs> that I was seeing, whether it's just like, you know, a little bit more crazy people out there or whatever it is. That was a bit of a culture shock. Uh, the other thing was uh, toasted ravioli. Is that what it is? Yeah. Fried you, ravioli. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go any further, <laughs> are you down with it or oh, are you opposed no, to no, it? No, no, no. Love it. That's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, this is perfect. Oh, I literally <laughs> well, look at that. Right on yeah, cue. We got 12 for Boom. you. Thank so while you. you take a quick bite, I'm going to ask you about one other food item because it is the St. Louis thing. Mm-hmm. Provel cheese thin crust pizza. I know you've done it. I'm assuming it's probably been Emo's. Mm-hmm. And the first bite, what happened to your brain firings? <laughs> what went through your head? Yes, yeah, so I actually just tried Emo's for the first time ever like five days ago. And instantly obsessed with it. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it's, it's you amazing. You heard it here, folks. Uh, we it's have amazing. an outsider that came here and loves emos right out of the gate. That's not a lot that's of people say a, that. that. Well, not not a lot of people would admit it. It's I appreciate your honesty, no, man. I mean, it was it was, it was incredible. Yeah, I got that and a big thing of toast ravioli. I was like, that's all I need. Uh, last thing I'm going to ask yeah. you because then we're going to let you do your day job Perfect, here. Yeah. Uh, have you made your way down to Amsterdam Tavern yet? I have not. Oh, my goodness. Is that a Jared? spot I need to be to? Uh, yes, you, it is the best soccer bar in the country. It would, yeah, it would be called 
America, Northern Hemisphere. Yes, and I mean, uh, who, who's your who's your team from across the pond? Um, you, you're saying like EPL or yeah. Yeah. who do you support? Like uh, you, City. Okay, so you're a City guy. You need to go watch a City game there. Right. You will love it. I mean, it, it is. I mean, I don't care get, get, if it's at seven a.m. Yeah. on a Saturday. They will be it's, on and they will be lively. Remind me of the name one more time. Absolutely. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna trade numbers here, and perfect. when City's coming on, we'll ping it off. That'd be perfect. Pints on us because oh, yeah, he, <laughs> this already sounds perfect. He's like, oh my god, I'm loving this place already. <laughs> uh, look, John, thank you for joining us. Really wish you the best of luck yeah, with luck. Uh, integrating into the team and the season and ongoing. Uh, you're gonna love this town from a soccer perspective and other things. Um, what are, you, what are you doing tonight, man? What's what's a Sunday in St. Louis for you now that you're a newbie? Yeah, well, it depends. If if, if we have practice tomorrow, things get a little bit more interesting. But, yeah, if we have our 6 a.m. practice, it's probably just going to be uh, some video games and a good night's sleep. There you okay. go. All right, man. Hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to somebody else about probably about soccer. Maybe even ask them about Provel too. Maybe. Uh, there's Will. Here he goes. Here he goes. Uh, With John brother, on the mic. Two seconds. Oh, you got it. Uh, you put that one in. He's got to put that You would have made that one. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I tell you what, that's on film. We'll uh, we'll cut it, send it back to him and say, hey, man, your brother said you were off. Thanks for joining us, uh, yeah, dude. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Bye-bye. The term staycation was really invented by soccer moms. Located one hour and seven minutes from the arch, the Music Box Chalet at Innsbruck is a hidden gem. Buried in three acres of private woods, the Music Box has a master suite for just you, a loft and second bath for them, and a vinyl collection to meet your every mood. The full-size kitchen will easily accommodate three to 12 bottles of rosé, while the huge fire pit seating area will keep the big kids busy. Golf, fishing, kayaking, pickleball, or simply reading a book with Mother Nature, all at your fingertips. Visit either VRBO or Airbnb to find the Music Box Chalet. And now, back to those guys. Live update, ambush, one, sidekick, zero. Hello. We're back. We're, we're ripping through these segments today, Jared. Loving it. Having a lot of fun. Did you miss Zach? Yeah, Zach would be good at this format. Yeah, well, it kind of would break him out of a little bit of his uh, cerebral shell. He'd be forced to rapid fire. Game's getting chippy. Like lots it. Of, lots of fouls. Hey, as I mentioned... Uh, multiple times, this episode is going to be a rotation of family, friends, and players all out here at the Family Arena watching the St. Louis Ambush take on uh, Dallas Sidekicks. Uh, game's getting a little chippy. We are, at the time of the recording right now, two and a half minutes roughly left, second period. Uh, you just heard John SK, Will SK's brother, new signing, come on. Uh, telling us all about how he's uh, the coolest of the three brothers. Do you think he's as cool as the Dallas side, sidekicks coach with the balding tan mullet? Oh my god, that, screaming at the ref the does, whole time. Doesn't that dude look like? Uh, I want to headbutt that guy so bad. He reminds me of uh, <laughs> like Don Johnson on heroin. It's like my a bad bad scene from Miami Vice. Well, here's the deal. Lock 
I love Jeff. Love the ambush. At least Jeff's got that going for him. He don't look like the Dallas Sidekicks head coach. Well, that dude was an extra in Lebowski on Jesus' team bowling. <laughs> he might be. Uh, we got we got a family guest this time. Uh, made his mother uber, uber proud. Uh, came home, decided the holidays he wanted to spend with the family. Um <laughs> And on top of that... Did you have laundry to do? He took her yeah, out <laughs> for a one-on-one -on -one dinner. Totally on his own. His idea. Surprised with location. The Blue Duck. Was Maplewood. Yeah. So good. Ugh. And there's the voice. The eldest of my three clan. Yep. Keller Anderson. Keller, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm enjoying the game so far. It's first time seeing Ambush play, so... It's going pretty good so far. Hey, you are a musician. You're on the mic a lot, so just be sure you stay close to it. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> We're in a big space. Yeah. Gets a little loud here. Uh, so let's talk about two things. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about a few other things. Soccer, college, and then whatever you want. Uh, All right. First things first, uh, you're down there freshman year at the Belmont University Yep. in Nash, Vegas. Uh, what's your... Uh, recap freshman year first semester coming out of slew high you go down how was how was how was the first semester for you honestly it was easier than i thought it would be coming from slew i mean if we're talking like school wise academically like <laughs> i i thought that it was i'm in the honors program so of course i had a couple classes that were a little tough but besides that i really enjoyed it like i got to meet a lot of new people got to explore the city go out have a good time like write a lot of music it was it's just going look, look you're, you're being a little humble there i believe it was what your first within the first 30 days you were invited you went to uh the songwriting program invited to an event at the ryman yeah auditorium yeah uh what where'd you go what'd you see who'd you see well I got an email the night before from my teacher saying, hey, tickets are still available. If you guys want to, here's the link. We just need some seat fillers for this event. So I bought a ticket and I showed up to the Ryman my first time there. And I walk in the door and I start walking around trying to see if I recognize anybody. And I run into Ashley Gorley, who's actually one of the most famous songwriters to come out of Belmont. Wow. And yeah, it was, I got to shake his hand, have a well, little conversation. He's, he's what, 20 plus Grammys? Oh yeah. Yeah, pretty at, at, at a minimum, yeah. So you go to the American Songwriting Awards. Yeah. And name some of the names that performed, that you saw, that you kind of yeah. uh, brushed up with. I mean, Brett Young, Tim McGraw, Garth Brooks came out and gave a talk. Wow. Uh, Megan Maroney was there, a guy named Ernest, um, trying to think of any other, Blake, Blake Shelton, uh, Toby Keith, uh, so yeah, I mean. The who's who? So you, you clearly, you've been playing music since you were literally like three. Yeah. Um, you, Dave Simon's School of Rock, which is now uh, Rock School. Uh, mm -hmm. They're doing a great job. It's kind of a, a peer to School of Rock. Uh, you played throughout. You knew you were going to go to a school that emphasized music. Uh, for, for the listeners, because we have a lot of people with kids that do play music as well, mm -hmm. why, why Belmont? Why Nashville? Why did you decide over USC, NYU, all the other music schools, Berkeley? Yeah. What drew you to Belmont? 
Well, for me, one of the biggest things that I saw after like looking at all the other schools was the program. As a songwriter, it's kind of crazy that I can literally have my major be songwriting and take classes where I'm learning to do that. But at the same time, I think the biggest I think the biggest factor is location. It's Nashville. It's the city where, like, if I walk two, not even two blocks off of campus, I'm walking past like. Uh, well, you're on Music Row. Yeah, I'm walking past like all of the studios, all of the publishing companies, like everything. It's all right there in your backyard. Wow. So just to quickly recap, then you are studying diligently and your spring semester is going to be better than your fall semester? Oh, of course. <laughs> I got the most important question out of all that important stuff that we I just went. I was waiting for the most important question. I'm scared. How are the co-eds? I mean, is it the most <laughs> wonderful place on earth? It's, There's a lot of talent in Nashville, is there not? How is the co-writing with the co-eds? <laughs> it's, it's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. I mean, I won't go into detail because I know she want, she listens. Well, this is a family. Uh, this is, we're at the family yes. arena. Yeah, <laughs> we, we got to keep it family friendly. All right, let's get into soccer. Let's uh, your 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 if one A music is your passion, one B is clearly soccer. Always has been. Yeah. Uh, first things first. Who's your team? Who do you support, and why? Well, I support Chelsea. Oh, of God. course, because because as, beat you? as a little kid, you gave me the jersey, and I was the only one out of the three boys to not switch to a different team. True. So that. I've been loyal. Ever yep. since, I've been there since day one, where Matt Stelzer and you gave me that jersey in Amsterdam. <laughs> so your dad's favorite at this point is what I'm, what is what I'm gathering. Yes. Uh, the f favoritism rotates. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you how many days away is Christmas. I'll tell you who my favorite is shortly. Okay. Uh, down there, you, you were spending. Well, you were here in the in this in the in the spring, obviously finishing off at Slough High summertime. You went to a couple of games, City SC. Yeah. Like one, one or how many did you, did you go with us? Two or three, I think, because I also went with uh, a couple of my friends as well. That's so, right. Yeah. So, so then you you go down to Nashville. Nashville obviously has Nashville SC. Yeah. There's a legitimate St. Louis presence in that team as well with Jack Mayer, you know, the starting center back. Uh, you know, were you watching from afar as the season was progressing? How cool was it for you being a lover of the game? And you guys are only like 10 blocks away from yeah. Nashville. I haven't gotten down to the stadium yet. I didn't get to see any games. I watched a little bit whenever it was on in the background. But besides that, I really just kind of followed the St. Louis team. Haven't really dug into the Nashville SC season yet. Well, so, you know, uh, another St. Louis connection down there, and we're going to have him on the show, I just haven't told you yet, uh, is Matt Pickens. He's the goalie coach for that, that club. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So that's, there's another St. Louis connection. Okay, yeah. so. Uh, we're everywhere. You've, you've given up your, your club duties. You do a lot of training in the offseason with Kenny Godat and the crew whenever you're back here out yeah. at SLSG. You're down there playing futsal, kind of. Uh, having grown up in this backyard, loving the game, playing the game, you know, spending so many weekends at soccer park, etc. Uh, do, do you have peers? Is, how popular is the game within the dorm, within your friend group, or are you the outlier kind of looking at them all like you guys, you guys yeah. are missing? I'm a, li I'm a little bit of the outlier. There ha I haven't met too many guys that are guys or girls that are really have 
have the same level of like love for the game that I do. But at the same time, I still have found like people like here and there who do love to play. And I have played like a little bit of like pickup and like gotten out and ran around a little bit here and there, but not not okay. too much. Uh, Family Arena. What do you think? What do you think of the uh, the atmosphere, the game, the speed? I like it. I like it. I like that it's not a huge venue, so like you can really see like from anywhere in the in the arena, you can see the field, you can see everybody moving, you can hear the players, which I think is really cool. So, uh, last question. Yeah. Me or Second to last question. Oh, go ahead, Jared. <laughs> you go first. Second to last question. Um, are you gonna forget your friends when you make it big? <laughs> because I like to ride on coattails, and um, I think the whole music scene would be really fun to be a part of. So I'm gonna need to come along. I'm yeah. just, I Jared, just need, I won't I, forget you. Yes, you're up, JB. <laughs> well, I tell you what. My question is real simple: me or mom? <laughs> That's not a question I can answer. Why not? Because. Well, we'll discuss this later. Yeah, that'll be a later discussion. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to roll it out. Hey, real quick, tell where can everybody find you? If they want to check out your music. Spotify, Instagram, Apple Music, wherever you want. I'm everywhere. Which you prefer? What would you like them to see or hear the most? Uh, I would say... Your music or your pictures funnier than your music? I would say if... If you go to Instagram, you can see my pictures, and then you can hit that link to see all the music, too. There you go. Hey, love you, bud. Thank love you for you jumping on the mic, and uh, I'll see you later, because apparently you guys are going shopping after this, too. That's to be discussed. That's Mom's idea. Uh, of course. Yeah. All right, man. We'll see you. See ya. Uh, I can't wait to talk about this. It's perfect. All right, people. This is definitely one of the more chaotic episodes we've had ever. That's why we got to have this music, Thunderdome. <laughs> this is totally Thunderdome. I'm going to keep this theme going, man. Uh, we are out here, Family Arena. Halftime just passed. One nothing. Good guys. Uh, let's see here. Uh, first was me and you. And then we had Kelly and Kim. Yep. Then we had John. John SK, yep. And then we had uh, Killer Keller step on the mic for a little bit. Yeah, he has a, he has a voice like an angel. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to switch it back to a soccer chatter, soccer talker. Since this is a podcast, no cameras, just voices. We've got another one of the newer signings of our ambush. Uh, hailing from all over the place, but most recently Omaha, Nebraska. And we'll get the map laid out here in just a second. We've got number eight, Ali Sadal. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. How well, about that, you. man? I appreciate it. No problem, man. Thanks for coming to join us. I'm happy. Um, first off, uh, give, us, give us your take. First half recap. First half recap. F f 15 seconds, coach. How'd they do first half? First half, we were organized. I would say we needed a little more pressure on the ball. 
just to you know put them under pressure but we did really well defensively yeah defensively i agree we did well mm -hmm. well it's still a shutout so i would say yes. defensively you're doing pretty good and we need more shots on target i would say and more goals yeah i would agree with that. yeah plenty of shots but they weren't on target yeah. which we're going to talk to will about that <laughs> later <laughs> so yeah. hey ali i appreciate you joining us man oh. um you know john when he jumped on we always ask our guests to kind of give a quick quick bio lay of the land um give us a little bit of your uh who are you where are you from where you been how'd you end up here uh give us a little bit of your path real quick if you don't mind of course so i went to school university in uh fremont nebraska then after college i was kind of playing in and out outdoor but then i kind of stopped went to the indoor gaming for omaha team called omaha kings then from there we were a semi-pro team and then we made it to first division we played against kansas city comets and who that's why your, i got recruited who was your youth coach up there in omaha what was his name jason mims i had him as a coach i had chris brunt for a while chris brunt uh-huh i had him for a while you know he was just a football kicker he he didn't play <laughs> soccer growing up oh really he, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he got a good kick on him that's what i was gonna say he has a real strong leg and uh -huh. he beat the brakes off you but <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was pretty good at soccer, too, in his uh, day. He has a rocket of a shot. So so let's go a little bit further back, because based on your accent, I'm going to assume you weren't originally from Omaha. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> where, where were you Give born, man? Where did you where did you grow up, and where did you where did you live in, in, in route to Omaha? Okay, so I was born in Mogadishu, Somalia, and then from there I moved to Egypt, Cairo, Egypt, and I lived there for about six years. And then we came to America in 2007 as refugees. And then we went through the whole refugee program, and then I became citizen literally 2021. Congratulations. Well, congratulations, man. That. Thank you, guys. So w grow growing up in Somalia um, and then kind of going on the path that you were as, as a refugee family, talk about the game. When, when did the game enter into your world, into your life, um, and, and how through that process did you keep it close and, and continue to excel, you know, it, it, to your transition over to the States. This is a crazy story. Soccer brought me everything to this far in life, I would say. And also, obviously, hard work and God planning and everything. But I would say soccer got me far in life because for me, I didn't even know English when I first got here. And literally, I communicated with the ball to people. And it was hard to speak to people. So whenever they saw me play good, they'll be like, oh, we want to talk to you more. We want to get to know you more. Then it went from that to being a good high school player. Then went to college and then I stopped breaking records and then people started noticing me, I would say. And then literally after that, soccer just kept continuing in my life. And I didn't think I was going to play indoor soccer. I didn't even know much about it. And then I don't know when my best friend was like, hey, come play for me. And out of there, the rest of the story is history. How different is the game um, in your estimation um, as far as the way it's played and or for a, a, a full 11 v 11 outdoor player like yourself? Mm -hmm. um, how long does it take to adjust to the indoor game? That's a good one. Uh, I would say, for me, my first two years, I hated indoor, I'll be honest with you. And then after that, I settled down a little bit more. And then the third or fourth year, I was really into it more. And then when I went to Kansas City Comets, it changed my mentality just a little bit more. And then I fell in love with the game from there because it was just to see everyone. It didn't matter if it was outdoor or indoor players. We kind of came on one mission and it was to win and to show them that we could still play soccer this level. Yeah. 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 It's so, a big difference, though. So, so 
as, as a player, mm -hmm. uh, where did you play in college first off? I played uh, in Fremont, Nebraska, a university called Midland University. Okay, so when you when you got over here and you kind of settled in, coming out of your club days, you go to Fremont. You mentioned earlier that you were br breaking records. Mm -hmm. uh, talk about your college experience. You know what position did you play? Um, you know, yeah. Talk about that experience real Ooh, quick. College is a fun experience for me. My first two years, it was more about learning about college and what to do and overall life and balancing everything out. But after junior year, I remember we had a new coach, and I was kind of gonna. Can I transfer or kind of stop playing college? And then he told me, hey, this is your team. You decide whatever you want to do with it and just make sure you want us, you want, like we win. And to be honest, after that, I just played like myself every day and I broke a lot of golden records. I, the scoring record, I have that. The points record, I have that. The assist record, I have that. So I broke a lot of records, yeah, it was fun. So, so you're saying you were decent? <laughs> yes, in college I was decent, yes. <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm curious about kind of the impact or the role that your 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 family path played in your motivation, your focus. You know, coming from Somalia as you know, and kind of traveling through the world as a refugee. Did did, did you did you understand what was happening to you in real time? No. Or was it just kind of normal? And at this point, when you look back at it. What did that experience, how did that experience affect who you are as a human and as a player? Oh, That's a good question, to be honest. It changed me a lot, I would say, because like, for me, like, that question is a hard one because I remember when I first became like a good soccer player and then I didn't know much English. Like I told you, people would talk to me only because I was a good soccer player. And then I would realize that and then I would start realizing other things. Ah, so come on, the boys. There you go. Go, go, big guys. Okay. Hey, another, so, another another turn by Christo. Yes. Christo's got both goals, and he both turned his defender. He one job. more, one more for me. I told him three. So, so then, as as you're growing up and as you're playing and you're being competitive, you come here. Mm -hmm. Language barrier is an issue. Did uh, you? I did. Did, did your did your history like did it yeah. motivate you or was it a chip on oh, your no, shoulder? No. It was how, how did that how did that work for you? It was a big motivation because for me I was a different person than everyone and I wasn't like everyone else I would say so it took me like extra and then I also like thought about the things at home I would say because I always just remember that I'll be like I'm lucky because I didn't have all of this when I first came here even when I first came here I didn't play club soccer or anything until literally a guy came to my house and he was just looking for African players and I was lucky enough I was at that age and then he took me to care of me and his name is Mark Moulton he literally took care of me until I went to college and he for everything. I didn't know much about soccer, like I told you. It was like lucky people like that that took care of me. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Go, go ahead, Jared. So, up there in Omaha, th th there's a lot of um, different clubs. There's a lot of universities. Mm -hmm. uh, Creighton University. Yes. Um, 
did when you went to Fremont, did you guys play them a lot, like an off-season type stuff? Yes, we played. Actually, we didn't play Crane. We played the UNO team. Okay. Uh, uh, we were Omaha, super close. Yeah. yeah. And for me, like I told you, I know the old coaches at the Crane. Yeah. So I always used to go to their camps and all that stuff. Yeah. And it was like very. It's a very good school. Big, big. Uh, the soccer there in that in that Omaha community is a, is a big deal. Yeah. People think of Nebraska as a football school. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and really, the, the the families and kids and clubs and colleges in the Omaha area that are soccer, mm -hmm. th there's there's a lot of com uh, of comparisons to St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, there really is, uh, you know, and, and, and Omaha is a really good budding soccer community in general. They're getting bigger, too. They're trying to build Absolutely. more stuff into it. So, so let me ask you about the transition down here to the Lou. Uh, how, how did that come about? Who, who reached out or what was the, the connection? And talk about, you know, wh when they made the offer, what did it mean to you to have the opportunity to come play for the ambush in St. Louis? Okay, so the first question was, who did got me here and how did I connect to St. Louis? It was first Frenchie, okay. I think he has called him Frenchie, but yeah. Wilfred? Sure. He's the one I contacted first, and he was like, I think you should come here. I like this energy. It's a good team. And I asked him, I said, I asked him a lot of questions, and then I also talked to Mike. He was coming here already, and then it was, I wanted to play with him again because he's one of my best friends, and I was like, I want to see the vibe of this team. And it was a couple of guys I knew, like Richard and like Wilfred, I told you. Yeah. So after that, it went that conversation, and then I had a conversation with Jeff Locker, and then it went from there to... Oh, almost. You gotta make those. That's one of those uh, shots that we talked about that need to be mm -hmm. in the back uh, of the net. In the back of the net. Yes, sir. So you took, so you met uh, and spoke with uh, Coach Locker, yes. Jeff. Uh -huh. uh, how how did that conversation go? Uh, I mean, it went good. I would say he wanted he wanted to know the reason why I wanted to come here, and I literally told him I want to be the best team in this conference, and I think this team had the best potential from even playing them every time. What was it? Was it the TST connection? Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're familiar <coughs> yes. with the million dollar check. Uh huh. With, with these guys being on the team that did participate and win, um, what, what, was it? Was there a little bit of that? I mean, they're like, oh, that'd be cool because. Yeah. Are, are you... I didn't even watch that tournament, I'll be honest with you. And I didn't, oh, wow. like, I didn't, I saw a couple of guys won it, like Paolo was in there, I know, I know Marcel and SK were in there, and I know them, so I was like, I knew about it already, but to be honest, I didn't, I didn't put that in my head because I was focused on when I played against them, how they played against us, and they were the, the hardest team to play against, I would say. Really? When I was at KC, it was, this team was, like, rough to play against. What, what makes this team so tough to play against? We hated coming to the family arena, sorry to cut you off. No, 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 we that's fine. We hated, yeah. So, so obviously, all indoor teams they they have styles i mm -hmm. mean it's a much smaller field you got the walls you got everything yeah. else but what in particular mm -hmm. does the ambush and locker and the coaching staff what do they do differently than other teams to make it difficult to play against i would say they make everyone run and i would say they have high energy team and that was the difference between them and other teams other teams would try to keep up with the soccer wise but they wouldn't keep up with us energy wise then when they would play here energy wise it was always St. Louis went in the energy and then would just be trying to catch up. So di didn't that worry you a little bit? Because obviously cardio would be part of that process of course, yeah. in preparation. <laughs> I was the runner, so of course it worried me. <laughs> I was the guy who ran a lot in KC, so it worried me a lot for sure. Well, I tell you what, man, I really appreciate you coming and joining us for a little bit. Uh, Good luck to you. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, Thank congratulations you. on your path and successes. And um, really... Uh, we're we're gonna be back. I mean, this yeah, this is fun. I enjoyed it. Um, so, 
we'll connect after this. Mm -hmm. And other than that, man. Thank you, guys. I, well, I asked John, Emo's Pizza. What do you think? You like I that had stuff? It the first week I got here. Ooh, I actually liked it because it's skinny and I like the cheese of it. It, was, it, was, it wasn't bad. I actually liked it. We're Dude, two for two. We are two for two today. Yeah, I actually didn't think I was going to like it because I was like, wait, this is 16 bucks, this skinny thing. And then all of a sudden it was good. So, it was yeah, good. you took that first bite and you were like, oh my God, this is liquid gold. <laughs> all right, man. Best of luck with the season, Ali. Thank you. Uh, everybody, if you're listening, give them a follow. Go Thank to the you. ambush. Uh, these guys are great and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. All right, all right. J-Rod. You know, uh, I'm uneasy. Um, I got guys in referee shirts next to me. And I'll be frank, I hate referees. Well, you wouldn't be the first person. Let's get that, we get that out of the way. Yeah. We'll, we'll win you over. We're, uh, we're rolling back in here. We're, we're out here at Family Arena for the St. Louis Ambush versus Dallas Sidekicks. Uh, pretty much chippy game all day. All game. Has been chippy. No, no, not, has there been a penalty yet? I haven't seen anybody in the sin bin yet. Sin bin, stupidest name ever. We've been busy today, or else the blue cards will be flying. There we go. Well, we are uh, about 10 minutes left, fourth quarter, and our guest for the fourth quarter. Yes, sir. We got the city refs with us here. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, us on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, man. No, I, uh, you know, obviously social media makes everything a small world. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yep. in, in, in St. Louis, the soccer circles are... Uh, exponentially smaller than most small worlds. Yeah, well, they are. The city, the city um, community has grown bigger, but yet it seems small because everyone knows everybody. Yeah. Well, I, w growing up as a soccer player in this town and having played, and obviously Jared and all of our peers and our guests, this thing's been going on for generations. But yeah. the St. Louis City SC effect of really spreading those seeds and kind of making the silos a little bit bigger, wider has been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the explosion of uh, content in oh, particular, yeah. you know, because obviously uh, I, fo I follow you guys City Ref Podcast, right? Yep. Yes. Um, Thank you, by the City way. City Refs. City Podcast. Refs, yeah. Um, so we got Mondo and Varsity Danny. Yep, Varsity Dan. Varsity Dan. You guys have never refed a game. You guys are not... Uh, actual referees, correct? Correct. Okay. Just a stick. And I like it. Yes. And I like the, I like the get up. So, How was your guys' eyesight? Pretty good. Mine's pretty good, yeah, yeah. Unless okay. I'm looking for These a golf more ball. Or less just reading let's, glasses. Let's ask the guy with the glasses on. How's your eyesight? Yeah, no. It's, it's, it's actually very good. Yeah, it's good until it takes them off. You know? yeah, it's pretty good. So, uh, first question, really simple question. Why City Refs? You know, why the brand? What was the idea? What was the concept? So, um, yeah, so I mean, we're just two buddies, you know, messing yeah. around. So we started off as a joke. The very first game, we used like some posters that they handed out as red cards, like, get out of here, yelling around. And we did that for a couple yeah. games. And then I told Danny here, I'm like, man, we got we to gotta step our game up. Let's use real cards. And then I was like, let's just go all out. Let's just dress up like full rest and just make a thing of it. And he was already looking it up as well, like on his own. 
So then uh, we did it the first game. I think it was the Cincinnati game, the tornado game that everyone loves uh, talking about. The rain delay. Yeah, huge yeah. rain delay. And then everyone loved it, especially when we were buying beers. Like, dude, the refs buying beer, you know? Yeah, and, uh, it was a huge yeah. hit. And then uh, we kind of just did that. Yeah. We didn't have a podcast in mind or nothing like that. No. And then I had a long road trip. And then I just started thinking back uh, about all the stories that we had, meeting players, meeting the fans. And I'm like, let's throw something together, see what it does. And then it just took off from there. Yeah. So, so you guys both... Uh, St. Louisans, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, we grew up on the Illinois side, but that, in this area. A, no, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, metro, in, metro St. Louis area. You are in the presence of yeah. a granite city. In oh, that's where I city, live. Denny. That's where I live. That's why I like you. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt the connection right away. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering, you guys Jared, were winking at each other just, when we walked hey, in. Jared, I was like, just put the microphone down. Hey, we, I, I don't <laughs> need you anymore. I mean, there's just too many granite city people in this world. No, no, no. Our air smells like money. It, yes. <laughs> Institutional money. It might in not the be good for you. In the form of smog <laughs> and eventual cancer. So uh, now yeah. you so have def- the yellow uh, ref gear on today. Yeah. You actually glow in the dark, too. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. They see us from anywhere. I so don't da- drink the water there. So, Danny, you're from Granite City. Uh, Collinsville. You're, oh, my God. Well, okay. Let's kill this fuck. Wait. <laughs> well, How? initially, I, I'm born and raised in Fairmont City. Oh, so you're Switzerland. Yeah. You're yeah, kind so, of neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so depends at what on who point you were you like, let's go move to Granite City? The housing market at the time was uh, They were giving away houses. Basically. Well, <laughs> like, have you been there? No shit. Yeah, it was like, uh, like wait, a homestead. Wait, wait. The, the, the guy with the ketchup bottle is trying to bust your balls hey. over a housing market. <laughs> hey. State Parker over here. Yeah, well, I, 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 technically, I live, in, I live in State Park. State Park. State Park, which oh, was State in between Park. Collinsville and Fairmont City. That's all right. I've got friends that are from Pontoon and Arlington. That's where I work. There you go. So and we golf at Arlington Golf Course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Arlington's, I like the neighborhood. So the soccer love, obviously, you guys grew up. Granite City and Collinsville are both yep. soccer communities. Yep. Uh, season tickets to City because you guys are in the supportive section? Uh, we, have, we do not have season tickets, but we've been showing up to almost every game. Yeah. So you, Okay. All right. It's been a wild year. So, so when this thing started to spiral for you, when did you know like this this shtick, this this thing has legs, and how how did you double down? Well, pretty much right off the bat, um, like even in line to get into the first game that we attended, fully dressed. Well, it started even before that. Um, so we were uh, we took an Uber over to from Fairview where he lives over to uh, the stadium, and the Uber driver was probably like, "What the?" You know, he he kind of was talking to us. He he was being funny, and then he thought we were on our way to work, but we weren't. You know, so then we always get there two hours early. Um, to get a good spot in the supporter section because it's first come first serve right. and um, here we have a goal. Goal! Let's go! Let's go! Let's three. Come on there now, baby. Let's go, Play up, man. Some good luck coming here. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's so Very loud fun. here. Yeah. No, it's all good. So, yeah. So, yeah, you guys so, start so then, into uh, it? In, at the stadium, I mean, everybody was stopping us. Everybody was, you know, wanted to wanted to see what we were about. Because a lot of people actually thought we were working that game, and like like Mondo said, we would uh, be walking around with a with a beer, and people are like, "Is that the refs that are going to rep this game?" <laughs> and we always say yes. We always say yes. Well, I gotta say, I do appreciate and respect the ref kits more than T-Rev head. 
the T-Rap <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, the, the, I mean, come on now. There's there's a point where yeah. there's jumping the shark. Yep. And then there's literally like slingshotting oh, yeah. past it. We're, we're, <laughs> we're living a dangerous line, though, because yeah. after bad games at City, man, they come after us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we hear it from both sides. And we're yeah. like, hey, we're with you guys. Hey, it's the City refs. Yeah. Okay, so wearing the kits, having the gig, having the the whole vibe. Are people buying you beers yet? Yeah. So, yeah, pe- people offered us, you know, a lot, but usually we're always filled up, man. We ne- we never go on without yeah. a beer, except for right yeah. now because they closed down. <laughs> yeah, we've so, we've had a few people for sure. So let's shift over to the indoor game. Obviously, our beloved uh, City SC, they're on off season. Yeah. Uh, you guys have moved your attention to this place in particular uh talk about the ambush talk about the relationship with the ambush and the your take on the product and the environment etc yeah absolutely I'll, I'll jump in here danny so like i was always like raised like you be nice to everybody right it doesn't matter if they're ceo or janitor you just be a kind person except, sometimes except that doesn't always city kids right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah except for grand city. well we're buds now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um brian wagner he was the usher like in front of our supporter section every week we'd always make sure to say hi we didn't know who he was we were just saying hi because we see him every week and uh come to find out he's the director of game day operations great dude and then um he's like what are you guys doing for the off season I don't know yet. We're about to discuss that. And he's like, would you want to highlight the fan experience here at Ambush? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. Let's go. And so that's what started the relationship. And then we met Jeff and Shelly, both great people. Um, they helped us out with access so we can kind of, you know, film our content and stuff like that. But uh, I think I've been to one Ambush game like years ago, but I don't really remember it. So this is like completely new to us. The atmosphere, amazing. The DJ, uh, DJ Pru, amazing. You got the dancers, the fans. Even though it's a smaller crowd compared to City, they make some noise, man. It's it's awesome. Yep. And oh, I, I don't want to jinx it, man, but I hope we get our first win tonight. In uh you know, they also reached out to a lot of the supporter groups for City, and they're they're out here too. Yeah, so, so. No Goal Patrol, Mud Puppy Ultras, yep. uh, Santos. Uh, who else am I missing? And then the podcast. So uh, there's other podcasts. Uh, I think STL, Mo, Mo, Mo STL. Uh, yeah. Then yep. you guys oh, are here. Musaka? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He's been to a few games. I think he's done some podcasts with a few of the players. Yeah, and if we want to back it up a little bit, too, like City and, like, I guess the St. Louis soccer community, I think we, we ran into someone. They're like, there's 19 podcasts out there. So many content creators, which is awesome because everyone's pretty unique, you know? And yeah. It's awesome to see. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's one of those things, like, our story real quick background we started this thing because our kids all play soccer together they're on the uh, uh, U16 City Academy and uh, you know we we spend a fuck ton is the metric term for the amount of time that we spend putting it lightly soccer fields (laughs) practice field and so we just decided hey let's capture this and we leaned into a little bit more of the encyclopedic approach okay. to St. Louis soccer. Our guests have been, you know, like an altrost, and we're going. We we keep the spectrum moving, right? Because it's one of those things, as you guys well know. And now that you're really getting into it, yeah, it's more than city park. Like the the oh, soccer yeah. scene in St. Louis. I mean, look, you're from Grandy, you're from Con- even on the Illinois side. There's tradition there. Oh, absolutely. So how to from a content perspective? If somebody that is listening to us today 
and they're wondering, okay, if I if I tune into City Refs, what segment, what component of the game am I going to get from your podcast? Yeah. If you if you were to like sell it 20 seconds what do they get when they listen 100 fan experience like that's what we're all about we stay away from the analytical side um so just to, to back it up a little bit when we were growing up let's see if they get a goal or something nope all right to back it up a little bit uh growing up we never got to go to sporting events we couldn't afford it so now uh that we can go we want to give back that fan experience to people that could, can't go to games so we give away free tickets we give away autographed uh cards or merch anything we can we try to give it back and there's been so many that's people cool. that i've never uh was able to go to a game until you guys gave us tickets or uh, i would have never been close enough to that player to get an autographed item but because of you guys like we were able to so we try to give back as much as possible um and it's, it's been great so and then as far as our podcast uh one thing we really focus on is the fans themselves uh, there's a lot of people in the stands that uh are genuine characters oh, and yeah. uh you know that's something that uh we found out ourselves i'm this is the first time ever attending an mls match or even uh an arena football or soccer so uh there's a lot of people here and a lot of people that have cool stories and we like to get those stories out for people as well yeah, that's so, cool. go ahead jared yeah i i i i like that you guys uh you had mentioned there's 19 um, it's just really cool that our game has expanded this way and there is 19 or even more people just providing content. You can pretty much get it anywhere you want it, uh, it, it and you can specify it. But I like them all. I mean, I, what you guys are doing is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, 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 congratulations. We yeah, appreciate it. You. And we so, love your podcast, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> you guys had some great guests on here. Well, thank you. Uh, what's your pinnacle point of the day? You got one? Uh, drink more beer. <laughs> uh, there, there uh, so, so far, uh, how many episodes have you guys done? Roughly. 32. 32. Name your top three. What's your top three favorite? Because you got to have them. Oh! Pull that out, basically. That's a goal. Top three guests? That's tough. Uh, you can edit this out later, but we have a wives on. Yeah, number yeah, yeah. one, baby. That's number one. Um, when we first started, we had some dream guests. Um, I said Akil Watts because he gave me his jersey in the Bayern Leverkusen game, and we had him on like our 11th episode, so he was awesome. Um, but I would have to say number one would be Ezra because he opened up a lot of doors for yeah. us. Ezra Armstrong. Uh, he's been on twice. Uh, great character. Love that dude. Uh, and now he's going to North Carolina FC. Uh, love to see what he's doing. So I would say Ezra is yeah, one. What do you think? Yeah, I think Ezra, Akil, obviously our wives. Definitely top three for me. Yeah, but so it's hard we've to choose, done it long enough, and we've had our wives, and we don't have to say it's our top three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if we're excluding the wives, I don't know, man. We've had Bartlett on. He was Bartlett he was, was awesome. Uh, so we've also Az and Sam. That was completely oh, unexpected. Yeah. yeah. yeah so and Sam. outside of City SC, if you had a golden goose, who's your get? Mahomes. I'm a huge Chiefs fan. Oh, you're gonna go the football route. Yeah, yeah. I was. I'd pick Mahomes because like the sport of KC, the rivalry, and I'm a Chiefs fan. So that would just be great conversation there. This guy's going Kansas on you. Typical Collinsville kid. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) hey, that's all I'm saying though. I gotta pick it. I said that in our first episode too, though. I haven't put much thought into that. Shakira. Shakira. (laughs) (laughs) Shakira. So, so let me ask you guys final question here, and then I'll let you get back to it because I know you've been banging all day. uh, City SC, season number two, literally right around the corner. Yeah. 
Um, what do you got planned? What's because in the, in the game of content, it's always about ratcheting, right? Yeah. So what's what's next? What do, what are you guys looking to do going into the spring that fans of city refs or newbies to city refs can expect to see? Because uh, real quick, one one differentiator is you guys do video. Yes. Um, yes. So, so we're audio, visual, and we also do photos and all kinds of stuff at the at the stadium. Of the game. Yeah. Season two. What's 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 the next iteration? What yeah. are you gonna do? We're going mobile. We're gonna go mobile. Uh, more mobile than we already are. Like uh, our setup, we usually uh, take our podcast on the road and meet everybody. You know, it makes it easier for people to to get on the podcast if you just go to them. Uh, but uh, I think we're gonna be doing some in-person stuff maybe yeah. at the stadium and you know bringing some more some more some maybe uh higher quality guests right. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean the the first season we like we planned to like to be all about the fans and all of a sudden we started getting players and all these yeah. crazy guests and we're like oh so we were just going with the flow let's go yeah, so we're great, just great for our fans you hear the live music it was a video review and we went into one uh, and it's a goal, as you can hear. 4-1. Oh, yeah, let's go. This is the game to come to. But next season, uh, I would like to focus more on the fans, showcase the fans more as we're down there in the supporter section. Because like you said, there's a lot of characters down there. Um, and we didn't get to do it as much as we would like to this season. Uh, so that's going to be our main focus. Hey, why don't you guys, uh, and I'm serious, this, this might help. If you guys go to the academies, go uh, cover the academy games. Yeah, that, that'll yeah, help you guys. Sure. I mean, because as you're focusing on the fans, they will love that part of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah thanks for yeah. the advice. We definitely do it. Yeah, we're definitely looking into that. Gentlemen, thank you for your time, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for having us. We'll definitely stay in touch because there's, you know, within our community, yes. synergy is important. Yeah. And, and, it, and we have to troll Kansas as a group. You guys are down for that. You're welcome back oh, anytime. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless my home shows up. Yeah. All right, <laughs> appreciate it. Thank Be you. Good. Thank you. Catch our place. Let's go. We're back, man. Got everybody dinging me. Does this one work for you? Brings back memories. I love this song. This is one of my jams. This is how you celebrate a W in the indoor circuit in St. Louis right here. That would that would be their first dub. Of the season, yeah. 5-1 win over the Dallas Sidekicks. Come on. Well, we'll be uh, we'll do this quickly because this is a long one. This is a fun one. We cut this thing up. Literally expose the family experience at Family Arena with the St. Louis Ambush. First one of the year. Uh, 5-1 final over Dallas Sidekicks. Name that's been uh, pretty popular for a long, long time in the uh, soccer game. You know who played there? Who's that? Tattoo. Did he really? Oh, T that's right. Tattoo was a famous Dallas sidekick. Yep. No, I remember that. Let's go. Well, I tell you what. You guys working? We, uh, I had fun. Did you have fun? Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. People here, uh, you know, the guests we had, the city refs were a kick. 
Uh, I'm really excited about the young talent that they signed. Um, uh, I, I thought, uh, you know, uh, Christo was really good with his back to goal today. And then the SK brother they signed. Really, really excited about him because I think Will SK, our captain, he is box to box our best player. No, I mean, it's over the span of a full game. When you look at the fast shifts and you kind of, it's really hard to kind of watch and accumulate an opinion given how short the shifts are. But when you, he was always present on virtually every shift. He was really accountable as well on the field. A lot, he, lot of touches in the mix. Um, yeah, it's body language. And then obviously our boy, our boy in net, giving up only a single, Paolo. Kind of a misdirection, miscommunication, maybe. I, I, he he was kind of annoyed by it, but he was real clean all game, and I love that guy. His, his distribution is clean all game. So, uh, takeaways, quick takeaways for the individuals listening that have not been out here. Uh, top two or three things. Why should they come out? What did you yourself enjoy? about the experience, about the game, about the concession, logistics, whatever it is. What did you like about it? Rapid fire. Go. Uh, I like the hard-hitting uh, contact. It's a fast game. There's a lot of fouls. There's a lot of, ar- you know, the fouls are, argue- uh, are argued pretty good between benches. I-, I just like the competitiveness between the contact. And give me one more thing. What do you like? Uh, I, I like the music, man. I like the, I mean, it's a party atmosphere, man. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, one thing I did find funny today is like the Dallas sidekick bench. I, I, so I'm in the middle of a bunch of these Netflix series. That I, I got into a lot of foreign <laughs> series because, <laughs> because I have to like, if they're subtitles, then I put my phone down. And we've talked about this before. Like it forces me to focus. And I'm in the middle of this one called Blood Diamonds on Netflix and the Al- Albanian ma- Mafia. <laughs> they coach the sidekicks too? They are the sidekicks <laughs> players and staff. All of them. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Anyway, yeah, just Google them. Check them out. This is a lot of fun. Hey, I want to thank P. Longo, Shelly, whole team uh, out here at the Ambush for having us in. Uh, we will definitely be back checking this thing out. Looks like they're setting up a little bit of an autograph session. Kids are lining up down on the walls get to go out. Get some more autographs from the players, etc. So, uh, if you get the chance, come check it out. That's it for today. The Soccer Dad Pod. Uh, two of the three uh, amigos. Uh, Zach, miss you. Maybe next time. Ditch the family, dude. Come hang with us. Come celebrate, Zach. Yeah, have a good time. H- have a good time. And we really appreciate everybody's support. Uh, like, review, share, all that cool stuff. Free. It's the holidays. That's all we ask. And uh, we're out of here. Have Merry, a good holiday, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas from the Soccer Dad Pod to you folks. Thanks for thanks for the uh, for the spins. Take care. Bye bye.